Welcome to the Fun and Games Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupkin, and let the games begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Fun and Games Podcast. Happy Wednesday, our favorite day of the week. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and happy December. I cannot believe we're already at the end of the year. Time just flies so much. I do want to give a heads up. I think I'm going to take a season break. So the last two weeks of December, there will not be an episode. And then we're coming back strong season two of Fun and Gains at the beginning of January. So I just wanted to give you a little heads up when it comes to that. I cannot believe I've hit an entire year without missing a single week. Honestly, that is a huge pat on my back. And I want to give you guys a huge hug for that as well, for listening to these episodes and tuning along for an entire year. Again, I'm just mind blown and it's really cool to reach the milestone of a year and we're coming to the close of this year of 2022 and now we're going into the year of 2023. And in the spirit of New Year's, I thought it would be really fun to kind of take the TikTok trend that is my 2022 eras and put that into a podcast episode because honestly, I, one, love reflecting on the past and seeing, hey, where have I grown and how have I improved? What can I do better for the next year? And two, I just love reflecting and I love this trend. So I thought it'd be fun to break down it into kind of two different topics. So my gym eras and then my life eras. So we'll kind of talk about both of those in this podcast and it's going to be a fantastic episode. But before I get into that, I want to say my fun and gain from the week There is so much that I really want to unpack. The first thing is thank you so much for all of your support on last week's podcast episode. The amount of messages and comments and friendly just remarks, even reviews about last week's episode and how that resonated with so many of you. I am so grateful and I'm so thankful for that episode to be able to reach all of you and help inspire you. Mike's story of battling cancer, honestly, It's just very, very humbling, and it's an incredible, remarkable story. So thank you for being so amazing when it comes to that. The other thing is I am doing Vlogmas. I'm doing it on TikTok, and I'm doing it on YouTube, and it is a little bit insane, but I'm so dedicated, and I actually really want to do this. I'm in way over my head, but I'm so stoked, and I set my mind to it, and I'm going to do it. I'm going to get it done. So if you want to see more about Vlogmas, stay tuned on TikTok and YouTube. It's going to be lit if I do say so myself. And now for our weekly review. By the way, the most recent reviews have me a little bit choked up. I'm not going to lie. They are so sweet. And I like just the fact that you go out of your way to write a review genuinely. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. This week's podcast review is from Danielle W322. It says, favorite day is Wednesday. 12 out of 10 recommend listening to this podcast regardless of where you are at your finished journey. I am someone who falls off the healthy lifestyle wagon a lot because of life and I'm not perfect. Brittany provides such a safe space to come to and detox from the negativity while lifting you up and pushing you to get back out there after setback. I love my weekly dose of the Fun and Gains podcast and love when Darian surprises us and pops in for some extra tips, which I especially enjoy because of juggling going back to school and life. I just love you both so much and so thankful to have you in my car on Wednesday mornings to pump me up for my day. Keep being you. Heart, heart, heart. (laughs) No, but for real, the Fun and Gains fam is the best fam. I just love you guys so much. But okay, without further ado, let's hop into today's episode talking about my 2022 eras. 
starting off with my gym eras because obviously we're here for the gym and the gains, okay? So my first era that I feel like I entered into with this year was building my quads. I feel like that was such a huge focus for me when it comes to my goals. It's a little bit more of an aesthetic goal, right? Like I wanted to build out my quads. That is definitely something where it's like, an extra, a bonus, an add-on when it comes to goals, right? I feel like I've hit a lot of other goals and I was like, you know what? Hey, I want to grow my quads. I want them to be nice and juicy. I want that physique. So let's dial in and let's get to it. A big way that I did that was, and I think I talked about this a little bit, but I broke up my leg day. So before I was just training two leg days and I would just smash compounds in there. Like I would try to do squats, hip thrusts, and deadlifts on a leg day, all barbell. And I'm like, it became way too much for me. It was way too stressful and overwhelming. And I was like, I kind of want to break it up, make a change and have one really focused quad day where I'm doing the research. Okay. What exercises are helping activate that muscle group more? Where on one day I'm solely focusing on, I'm destroying my quads. Of course, I'm going to be using a little bit of hamstring, glutes, and other things in my core, obviously, while doing some of these exercises, but predominantly what are the exercises that target my quads? And that's really where it all began. It began with me taking a step back saying, okay, I have goals. Let me readjust. Let me realign just for the time being to really hit and target this. And as soon as I started seeing results and getting the results that I wanted, I was like, okay, cool. We can try and do something else. You know, then I moved on to my glute era where I even wrote an entire glutes program where I went from two days a week to three days a week of training lower body, which was absolutely insane. And I actually love a three day a week lower body split because I'm breaking down each compound for each day. So one day I'm only focusing on squats and then accessories, etc. The next day, you know, it's only hip thrusts. And then the other day it's only deadlifts. That way I don't have to double up on leg days, which I hated. And it made my training like not fun anymore, which Okay, we'll go into that era now. I'll skip ahead a little bit of wanting to give up and me starting to go through the motions. I just had a really bad era where I was just kind of sad and uninspired in the gym. And I think a lot of that was I just was not enjoying my training split. I was like, I don't want to go to the gym. I'm too stressed out. This is too much on me. And I was not enjoying it. I still went. And a lot of times I would just show up and go through the motions for myself. And, you know, I wouldn't film. I would just, you know, try to just go and be there because I know myself. I say, if if I can just show up and if I can just kind of keep that habit there on those days where I'm feeling a little bit better it's going to be even easier to just not completely give up on this habit, but to keep showing up in the 1% way I can. And I actually did an Instagram post on that of reflecting on me being able to continuously show up even through some really, really bad days that I've had this year is knowing, hey, I've showed up for myself however I can. And that was a promise I made to myself. And I feel so much stronger because I've kept that promise to myself and I've pushed through those really bad days that I did not want to keep showing up for myself. And I know everybody's going to be a little bit different, but things that helped me was I kind of took a break from my training split and I tried some new things. So this is kind of where my hot yoga mom era came from, right? I was like, okay, well, let's try something new. The Pilates trend came up. I really didn't want to join a Pilates studio. So I said, okay, well, I can do yoga. I've done yoga again. So I was like, let's do it. 
let's do our yoga mom era. And it was really fun for a while. I enjoyed that. I unfortunately didn't vibe with the class I was going to. I did not really like the teacher. So after about four weeks, uh, that settled down and simmered out <laughs> completely. But I loved the four weeks that I was doing that. It was awesome. On Fridays, I was no longer gym Brit. I was yoga Brit. Like it was fun to have that alternate personality. I, you know, that whole trend and everything was on TikTok. It was really fun. So after that, I said, okay, what's next? And that's when I started really writing my glute program. I said, okay, well, let's let's have another goal. Let's have another something that we can kind of enjoy. And I said, I don't like my current training split. I said, okay, why am I not liking it? Again, it goes back to, I hated my leg days. I loved upper body, but I hated leg days. And I was like, why do I hate leg days? And it's because I would stack my two leg days so full it would stress me out and it was so taxing on me. I was like, okay, well, let's change that up. So I did. And I created a three day a week lower body and a two day a week upper body program. And I ran that glutes program and I saw results in my body. I feel like thanked me and rewarded me for taking off that like mental and even physical stress where I'm still getting in the same workouts, but instead of breaking it out into two days, it's three days. So each day's volume was just a little bit lighter. And for me, oh, it was such a weighted relief. I was like not stressed about my gym sessions anymore and I could really go in and enjoy them. And it was also fun, right? I wrote an entire new program and I was following it and I uploaded on the app and a lot of people were doing it and loved it too. And that was an awesome era, okay? And we got the glute gains and, you know, this wasn't really an era, but the core challenge too, that was fire. That was so much fun. I... That was awesome. Absolute killer. So kind of going back to, again, that hot yoga mom era, I wanted to touch base on the trying something new era because when I started doing yoga, I haven't done it for years. I felt so lost and so embarrassed. I think I talked about this on the podcast, like while that was happening, trying that. But oh my goodness, again, I'm proud of myself for pushing through that and doing something outside of my comfort zone. I think we all can always see growth through that. So if you're a little intimidated to start a new exercise class or go to a new gym, like know you're not the only one. Even I get intimidated going to a new gym. Like it's just, it's a normal thing. It is a normal thing and it's okay to feel that way. Okay, these next ones are a little bit silly. They're a little bit more about like, clothing trends which is ridiculous but that's what I thought of okay so my grandma 3000s this is like a TikTok elite I don't know if I ever brought this to Instagram or anywhere but so I did this TikTok and I was like you guys I need new shoes I had been using my same I had one pair of gym shoes one pair right my Adidas NMD those are the only gym shoes I had and I would do sprints in them I would train everything in them. And I was like, you know what? My feet are starting to hurt. I need new shoes. So I took it to TikTok and they gave me a ton of recommendations. Well, this was back when everything was backed up. So I wasn't getting any of my new shoes for one to two months and I had to take matters into my own hands. And the only shoes that I could find that were like good arch support and everything were these nasty, I don't even know what brand they were, but they looked like the Grandma 3000 shoes. And it was so funny. I was so embarrassed. I had to talk about it and bring it up because I was laughing so hysterically at how absolute ridiculous these shoes were. But you know what? They were comfy and I didn't care. And it just, that was such an era. Finally, my my new gym shoes came and I got the Adidas. For those of you who like listen and want to know, it's the Adidas Ultra Boost, which I actually really, really enjoy. 
the Nike Metcons, which I now wear for leg days, 10 out of 10, cannot recommend them enough. And then my Hoka's, which a thousand out of 10, I cannot recommend my Hoka's enough. I love those shoes so much. So my new gym shoes era, absolutely love that. And I felt so much better in the gym and it was so much more fun. Another thing to kind of revamp that era where I I was, you know, having a bad phase, trying to get out of things, feeling uninspired, even though it's as ridiculous as it sounds, a new pair of shoes, I just felt a lot better in the gym. I felt better doing my exercises. I felt more prepared and it was something that could help light that excitement in me again. Another kind of silly one is the halter bra era. Is this not an era? Like, I feel like a lot of us are even still in this era. Like, 100%, I am still in this era. I love a halter bra for back day, but I truly feel like girlies this year have stepped up. Like, you all have stepped up on the upper body gains. It has been glute forward for so long, but I think now girlies are like, no, I want a nice back. I want nice shoulders. And I'm like, let's go. Let's go. So that has been really exciting for me to see. And with that big push for females getting their upper body gains has also been the halter bra to have the back out, have all of the gains showing. And it's been really fun. Like the super strappy bras are in, the halter bras are in. We love it. We're here for it. And the last one that has to do with gym clothing is the hoodie tucked era. I am still a little bit in that era, okay, where we tuck up our hoodie or our pump cover up in the back. Has that not been an era, though, that just symbolizes 2022? Like, I do it genuinely. I feel like maybe I did that subconsciously in 2021, but that has definitely been like a forward thing this year, which has been really cool. I just love the trends. Some of (laughs) some trends, some trends, but these ones where it's cool gym trends. I'm like, I'm so here for them. I love halter bras. I love the hoodie tucked up in the back. Like if you know, you know. Okay. And the last gym era I'm going to talk about is actually, I forgot to like kind of bring this up with building my quads though. It is my bulking era. So I did like a medium bulk. And when I say medium, meaning like I wasn't absolutely insane about it you know, where I feel like I got intensely fluffy, but I was definitely shoving my face full of a lot more food, really focusing on that protein intake, but for sure eating a lot more that way I could help myself build muscle. And it was more of a slower bulk. So I honestly feel like, you know, I can look at photos and be like, yeah, I know I was in a bulk then, but in my eyes, it wasn't like a massive bulk that completely altered and changed my body and I felt so uncomfortable and bloated all the time. It was like a really clean, chill, cool bulk in my opinion. I loved it and I'm glad I did it because I feel like I definitely did put on some some really good muscle mass and now that I've started to slowly like lean out I'd say I definitely can see a lot more of the definition so that was really cool and really fun. I feel like a lot of times like a bulk can be really intimidating but I feel like for me, it's different for everybody and it's different for every body because it depends what are what are your goals, you know? I didn't want to put on as much muscle mass, like I already had a decent amount, but I was like, oh, let's, let's just push ourselves a little bit more, right? Let's really hit progressive overload. Let's really lift heavy. Let's really, really increase our protein and let's just do that for a couple weeks and see how how things pan out. And after, you know, like six to eight weeks, it was like, oh, 
let's go. We are liking these results. And I could, you know, slowly slow down on how much I was, you know, honed in and going crazy and on that. Not like crazy, crazy. I definitely don't feel like I'm an all or nothing type when it comes to this. Like I'm very moderate when it comes to my food because even during my bulk and even during, you know, a very small, slow deficit, if I'm in that to like refine and see a little bit more muscle definition, I am always still enjoying all the foods. But I'm in that stage of my life where I can do that, where I know a lot of people, it takes a lot to get to this place where I am. Like it took me two years, I would say, to be able to get to a place where in a bulk and in a cut, I can still enjoy all the foods I want to eat. Like I have a lot of wiggle room now, but I've worked really hard to get to that place where I can be there and I don't have to track or anything versus when I was coming off postpartum, things were looked a lot different. And I think next time I get pregnant or next time I go through the whole postpartum thing, I think I might talk about that a little bit more. I was very closed off initially to really share kind of what I did and why, because it's very triggering topic, especially postpartum, because I didn't want any moms to compare what I was doing to their journey. And it's just like in a very emotional thing. So I try not to talk too much about it. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, it could have been helpful because that stage of weight loss is very different than like a small bulk or a small cut I'm doing now just to like tweak things. It was, it just looked very, very different. So maybe, you know, if I do this a second time around, I can be a little bit more open, whatever I feel comfortable with sharing so that you can see that there's just, it's so different all the time, right? But now, now let's move into the life eras. Again, I feel like these still have to do with health, right? The gym, fitness, that's pretty much what my life revolves around. Not revolves around, but it's a huge part of my life, right? Like this is my lifestyle through and through. So let's talk about my oatmeal era <laughs> because uh, you guys already know there was, oh my gosh, it had to have been six months where I had oatmeal every single morning, maybe even longer, maybe eight months. I feel like I only just recently stopped and it's December. So I'm like, yeah, maybe it was like a 10 month stint of having oatmeal every single morning for breakfast. And I love it. I'm really into the overnight oats right now, but I've been really lazy and bad about making them because I'll wake up and I'm like, oh, I want my overnight oats. And I'm like, oh, actually it doesn't work like that. I have to make them overnight or at least give them two hours, right? Oh, that sounds really good right now. Actually, I might go make some. So the oatmeal era, right? My hot, warm oatmeal, I would have it with banana, with frozen raspberries so you could get a little bit of a crunch, a pop of flavor. My peanut butter that is natural so you can just drizzle it over, honey, chia seeds, and I would add pecans a lot of times, yum, or sub the banana for apple when it was in the what month? Oh, fall. I'm like, what month? What season? Fall. Duh. So that was fun. I love my oatmeal era. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. What is the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Would you go for a run, take a nap, read a book, hang out with friends, go out? I feel like a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. And the question is, well, time for what? If our time was unlimited, how would we use it? What would be the best way to squeeze in that special thing into your schedule that is so important to you and make that a priority? Well, therapy can help you find what matters most to you so you can do more of it. 
I know that therapy can be extremely beneficial. Just have another person to talk to, talk through things, get to the bottom of feelings that we might not know that we're having, and it can lead us to feel empowered to be the best version of ourselves. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. You can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp help. Visit betterhelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Brit. And the next one is the slippers era. Do you guys remember the blue smiley face slippers that I would wear every day? That was such an era of mine. Like I have so many pictures on my phone of those slippers and I'm like, why are these everywhere? I love them so much. I still, I mean, I still have them. I just alternate between them and my Ugg slippers now that I got like the platform ones, which by the way, yo, I love these Ugg platform slippers, but I can be breaking my ankle in them because they're a little bit platform. So every once in a while I'll like juke or do something and my ankle just rolls. And I'm like, well, thank goodness I didn't roll my ankle today, but that was a close call. There are too many close calls, okay? The next era that I'm going to bring up that we're all going to eye roll or sigh and say, ah, yes, Brittany, we know this era is my travel era. And I've got to say, this is probably my longest era I've had this year because it went through May all the way through, I think, September. It started to slow down. But there were still trips like every month. I cannot believe how many trips I took this year when nothing was planned. I'm like, wow, am I that spontaneous that everything just kind of kickstarted so quickly? So May was jam-packed. We did Charleston. A lot of it was kind of kick-started because of Vinny's febrile seizures. And it just really scared Darian and I. So we kind of booked a lot of time off because that just really shook us up. You know, it that was just a really, really tough time for both of us. And we're really glad things are totally fine now. And, you know, he saw a neurologist, it's strictly febrile seizure. So if you have a fever, it's common in toddlers from like two to five, I think, and then they grow out of it. But if you're, you know, if they get a fever that's too high, they will seize. Vinny's fevers are like 104.9. Like that's ridiculously high. And I feel so bad for the guy. So things have been so much better and yeah so that's why we booked a bunch of these trips so we went to charleston we did disney we did dc we did i did new york for that trip for nikon i had a trip in la for the gymshark whitney simon pop up um i know i'm missing a ton i did a trip to see Whitney Simmons to record our podcast together. I did a family cabin trip. And a lot of these were solo trips with just me and Vinny, which was that era itself was so fun because we got to become such great travelers together. Like as a mom, I feel so happy and proud that now I can take Vinny anywhere and like he knows how to behave and we've been through the kind of rough flights in the beginning, but now it's so smooth sailing. And I'm so glad that I don't feel like that holds me back in any sense. I even flew to Nashville by myself with Vinny before Darian could come out. Like, I'm so glad that I've been able to grow as a mom, as well as like, you know, business and everything. I'm just, it's been so fun to be able to take Vinny everywhere and not have to worry about it. He is such a great traveler and we have so much fun. Like, I'm going to look back on this past year and be like, 
I am so happy I took so many trips with my son. And I know a lot of people, they'll actually be like, oh, but like, are they even going to remember it? Is your kid going to remember it? You know, maybe Vinny doesn't remember it. But what matters is I remember it. I think people forget that moms, me, even though I'm a young mom, this is still my first life. This is still my first time experiencing all of these things. So that doesn't discredit, even if Vinny doesn't remember, that doesn't discredit my personal experience and what I get to experience for the first time. So it's been really awesome and I don't regret any of it. I am so happy and I'm getting a little bit emotional even thinking about it and all the pictures that I get to look back at with me and Vinny flying. He always takes his Baymax. <laughs> he loves his Baymax. His Baymax goes everywhere with us. So it was so fun and I'm just so proud of him and I'm honestly really proud of myself as a mom for not giving up and just continuously trying to push myself and yeah I don't know if that makes any sense but that's how I'm feeling. I feel like the next life era is a funny one. So it was my no power and no water era. There was a good week where we had no power and no water. We were on a boiled water advisory which honestly happens way more than I really realized here in Michigan. I don't know what the deal is but I don't know if it was this year or last year, but I feel like it was this year and I just can't believe that it's happened so many times. But I mean, this is like the sixth time we've gone without water. It is quite a frequent thing, but there was a whole week where we literally had no power, no water. And it was so funny, like Darian and I would work out of our cars and we'd like go to Starbucks, which was closed because they also had no water. So we would just like use their Wi-Fi and take turns. And it was just absolutely crazy and such a wild time. We have, I feel like, a doomsday prepper because we had to start stocking up on flashlights and emergency supplies. So we have like food storage, we have water stored, we have flashlights and batteries and all these things. And I'm like, I feel a little bit crazy for having all of this, but I'm really grateful that we do because it has just been such a whirlwind here. And honestly, last year when we first moved here, there were like three tornadoes within, I don't know, a couple of months and Darian and I were used to Arizona where there's no weather. Like every day, it's just hot, period. It is hot and sunny every single day, 365. And it was such a like whirlwind change, but we absolutely love it. We love it here. And we love it here so much because of the fall. We fell in love with well, summer and fall, but the next era, this perfectly goes into it, is the cider mill era that we had as a family. We, okay, I took Vinny to the cider mill. Okay, Darian is studying, but I, Vinny and I went to the cider mill <clears throat> just a couple times a week. You know, we'd get their cider and their donuts. It was like the Vinny and me date. We would frequently go and we'd look at the leaves and we'd walk around the park and it was so much fun. Like the cider mill and park era with Vinny this summer and fall truly is going to go in my book of motherhood of like the closest days to my heart because Every day, I just have my little best buddy, and we get to hang out, and we get to make all these memories together, and it's so much fun, and we even went to an apple orchard, and what's so funny, literally, I kid you not, today, I'm putting Vinny down for his nap, right, and he says, Mama, Mickey and Vinny are going to go pick apples, you know, like how we pick them off the tree. That's what he said to me. And I said, oh, do you remember when we went to the apple orchard? He's like, yeah, me and Mickey are going to go to the apple orchard and pick our apples off the tree. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, I was like, okay, that's cool that you actually remember it. And he was like, 
just bringing up all of these things and I was like that's so cool I'm so happy he remembers that and had such a fun time he wants to bring Mickey Mouse to the apple orchard like let's go there there are no more apples buddy but I thought that was really cool that he remembered that and again this makes me very happy as a mom and also me just as an adult living my life as well making all these memories it has been so much fun okay this next era this next era though is my chef era now this era okay these are all the good meals i feel like this whole year has been full of just new recipes good meals and i'm so excited i have not been very good at writing them down but i at least take pictures so i've been trying to go through my camera roll of making so there's like two cookbooks you all know what one of them is coming up and then there's another one but the one coming up is just a meal prep book but it's been so nice to go back and just try and remember okay what are these recipes and retest them out get the measurements and everything because I just I love cooking even though it is sometimes not the most fun I really do at the end of the day love cooking I just wish I had a little bit more time to do it I need to make more time to do it but I love it and I love all the good meals and I love making the food look pretty and I love taking the picture and it's so aesthetic and baking also like cooking baking I love both of it definitely has been my baking era like do we remember the hundred cookie book I think that's the one that I used to use and every week I would make a new cookie out of there and I haven't done that in a while because honestly we just keep remaking our chocolate chip cookies like like that we genuinely love that recipe so much so we're kind of just stuck on repeat on that one. Speaking of, I'm definitely going to make a couple of cookies after this podcast episode. If you know, you know, we had cookies and milk at the Nashville event and that was like the closest thing to my heart because I was like, it's just so true. Literally, I'm fueled on cookie milk. And you know what? I guess we could throw Nashville to be its own era, but not really. That was just a really fun weekend. But speaking of the podcast event, like Nashville was a little era that weekend so amazing, so fulfilling. And I guess putting that in with the podcast era of like hitting a million downloads of just having the podcast really be successful and you guys actually listening to it and enjoying it. That was so rewarding and so cool, especially because this was something that just terrified me and I didn't know how to start or what to do. And everybody that's come on as a guest, thank you so much if you're listening to this because you've really helped as well make this podcast something so special. And of course, thank you all for listening and rating and reviewing this podcast as always. Okay, last but not least, I feel like this has been a theme of the entire year as well is my taking risks. I feel like this has been this entire year because I didn't realize that my app only dropped this May, like May of 2022. And I realized that it was this year that I decided to do my own thing with an app where before I was doing something else. And that was such a big risk, you guys. Financially, like trying to support a family and Darian through school, removing myself from an app, going with something that I'm doing solely by myself was absolutely terrifying. It is something that took me a long time to even, like, I I don't even like buying a MacBook for myself. It freaks me out spending that kind of money. So like to remove myself from another like guaranteed source of income to then risk it all on myself was so scary for me, but it paid off. And I feel like that one move of saying, can I do this by myself really helped boost my confidence in myself as like a businesswoman and saying, okay, like I can do this. This is going to be okay. 
And I don't know, something about just taking that risk for six months, not having an income, just hoping that everything is going to be okay. And it has like, it's totally, you know, turned out really great. And I love the app. I love, love the app that I can go in. I can change things. I can tweak things. And I've been able to create five amazing programs on there that are mine. And I can continuously update it. We can do challenges together. It is so fulfilling for me and to be able to have you guys review them and see in app, what can I do? I can message you guys. We can story on there personally. Like there's so much that goes into this app that I truly am so grateful that I took that leap of faith, but it was so scary. You guys, I was terrified. And also the podcast, such a risk. I know I started that at the end of 2021, but I carried it throughout this year of 2022 pretty much. I only came into the year with, I don't know, maybe four or five episodes. And it was so scary to do this a lot of times. And I remember just saying like, oh, I'm scared to be vulnerable. And you guys are like, no, like that's what we want. And the fact that we're here now and I just sit and chat and nothing has to be edited. It's just me talking to you guys. I think that that's really cool. It has been such a year of growth and it makes me teary eyed to think about it because there were a lot of days where I didn't want to show up. And I'm just proud that I've continuously showed up in ways that I can, even if it's just 1%, even if it's just a small, small thing of, okay, you know what? Today has been a horrible day, but I'm going to make myself dinner. Like that to me, I'm like, I won in that instance. That is a great thing where I pushed through whatever was going on in my day and I could do something for myself. I could show up in some kind of way and just not completely want to give up. Or even when I'd get really stressed, I'd say, you know, okay, well, what's one small action item I can do? And that's just really helped push me through a very challenging and a very stressful year where anxiety can really get the best of me some days, but being able to find those small ways that I can continuously show up for myself has been the biggest lesson. And I just kind of want to pay that forward to you so you can also feel that way. Because what I've realized about life this year, it's really come full circle that my life is the good and the bad days. I don't know why when I was young, I just really thought life was only like the good days and only good things will happen. And, you know, I'd only been through one or two hard times and I'm like, yeah, like one or two hard things a year if that would happen. But now it's like so many things are constantly being thrown at me that are really difficult and challenging to get through. And some days it genuinely feels like I'm carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I get so just burdened from so many different things that I can get really stressed out. My anxiety just gets the best of me. And I just remember thinking like as a young girl, I was like, oh, like I've done the hard things. I've been through that. I'm not, you know, I'm strong enough. I'm not going to get knocked down again, or I can, you know, handle and deal whatever comes my way or, you know, life. I've already been through the hard times. Nothing else bad is going to come my way. And it's like, no, that's actually not true, Brittany. While you have learned how to better cope with everything, life is both the good and the bad. You have to have both the good and the bad. You have to have the bitter moments to understand the sweet. And I have never understood that more now than ever before. And I feel like that even relates to Mike's old podcast episode, the one right before this, where he kind of says something similarly, like in order to fully enjoy what you're going through, you have to have been through something really terrible or really bad in your life 
to be able to appreciate it just a little bit more. And I don't know, that's just how I'm feeling. I, I always get a little bit sentimental during the end of the year, but I am so grateful for like all of the hardships, even though they were really taxing and trying. I feel a lot stronger for the better. And you know, sometimes these bad times last a lot longer. Like I feel like it's been a whole year of cloudiness and I'm like, oh, I'm feeling really good recently. So I don't know. I just think life is really cool and it's cool as I get older because I'm learning and I'm having more experience and I'm just really, I'm really enjoying life and I'm actually enjoying getting older where that used to really stress me out and give me anxiety, but feeling very confident in who I am and what I'm doing and I'm very, very grateful for that clarity because without it, I feel like I'd be a little bit lost. I think one more risk that I want to talk about in this episode that I almost forgot about was also joining a new supplement sponsor. That was something that I had been thinking about. And I mean, conversations have been going on for quite some time. And it was something that I was really scared to do because I was honestly scared what people would say about me, even though I really, really loved this new product and this new company. I was scared. And I finally made the decision and I said, I have to stand with myself and my decision and back myself and what I feel like is right. And when I announced it, there was no hate. And I was like, honestly, in tears of how grateful and supportive, you know, not because just because I support a brand does not mean you have to support a brand. I do not ever want you to feel that way. But I was so scared. I don't know what I was scared of. Just people saying mean things about switching because I've never done something like that before. And it just went over really well. And everybody was so nice. And I'm so glad I could air that episode um, with the Beam co-founder, Mike, so that you could get a good vibe and a feel of, hey, this is a real reason why I switched. I love the team. I love the company. I love their message. I love supporting a brand that is giving back. I love their product. I love the opportunity that they're giving me. And it's been such a great partnership from the get-go of they're investing in me as much as I'm investing in them. And I've been searching and seeking for something like that. But to take the risk and to remove myself from a company that I'd been with for years, terrifying absolutely terrifying. I was scared of what everyone was going to say. I was going to, I was scared of consequences, but at the end of the day, I trusted my gut. And again, it really paid off. So truly, I feel like this year has been such a risk taking year. I am still in my risk taking era. Who knows? Maybe it's on a little bit of a pause for the holiday season and hopefully I can just chill for a bit and not have to like give myself stress about big decisions because there have been a ton that have been had to be, you know, being made and everything. So I just think that's cool. And that's going to wrap up all of the eras for 2022. I would love to know if you guys think I missed an era. Like, is there one that you guys are like, no, Brittany, remember when you used to do this all the time or remember this era? I would love to hear it. I would love to hear if you think I missed one or if you have a favorite era you've gone through or something you've learned this year. I'd love to read it in the comments or in the DMs. You guys know I just love chatting to you guys. I feel like that's how... You guys get to listen to this and I get to talk, but I want to hear from you as well. I like that this conversation can go back and forth. That genuinely to me is what helps me feel so close to you. And like this truly is a friendship because we can chat with each other. So I love that anytime you guys are active and everything. And thank you again so much for listening. If you want to go ahead and rate and review this podcast, go ahead, please do that. And with that being said, thank you so much for listening and I'll talk to you all next week for some more fun and games. Bye. You're listening to the fun and games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. 
Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 